So today we have here my very good friend Fritz Oakley. Is it Oakley or Oakley? How o- do you pronounce it? Oakley. Oakley. Oakley, like Oakley, like Lee. Okay. Lee. Like, Oakley. Like, no, no, no. It's like Spike Lee. <laughs> like, like Spike. Spike okay. Oakley, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 So today we have here a very close friend of mine, Fritz, and um, this morning when I woke up. I got to the office. I decided to check what was going on around the world. I saw a notification from you and uh, I saw your video that you had done. I was like, oh, I can perfectly relate to that. And I was like, why not hit you up and um, let's have uh, a conversation about it. Sure. So why, why now? Why did you decide to do a video today? Because I know it's been a while. I think um, your dad, yeah, he actually. Yeah, a little, um, a little, was, yeah, he, a little over five years, like six years now. Wow, wow. wow. Yeah. Mine has been just uh, two years. I think this year will be the third year. Oh, wow. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. Thanks, bro. So, how, how has it been like? I know you were talking about how he will always do well to call you to text, to check up on you, to see how everything is doing. And then, as usual, you are chasing the money and you barely have time to reply those texts. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, first of all, I'll just start by saying that um, I think we live and we learn, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes we take certain things for granted until we don't have them anymore or we take certain people for granted until we don't, you know, we don't see them anymore. They are not in our lives anymore. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think I'd just been having this feeling for like a long time um, in regards to, you know, I'd go to an event or like I'll see, you know, people. Like, let's, let me just use church as an example. I'll go to church and, you know, I'll see people with their parents and, you know, I'll probably go to an event or like a wedding mm-hmm. and be like, oh, mm-hmm. That father and mother of the bride and groom. <laughs> and then I'm just telling myself, I'm just sitting there telling myself, wow. So on my wedding day, my I wouldn't have anybody to represent me. Even though it's it seems very insignificant or very corny or childish, these moments are very important. Yeah. yeah. And and as a as a young man, you know, as a you know um, a young man who is, you know, I'm getting, I'm you know, I'm getting, I'm getting ready to get married, you know. Um, oh, please, I want to be your best man. <laughs> Yo, this this best man list there, the number of people who who are. <laughs> I beg, I beg, I beg. You know, okay. ref my own. You know, ref my own. So I think what I I just have like. 10 best men and then you know solve the the issue yeah that you know i don't i don't i don't make enemies after my wedding you know and you know sometimes they're just like conversations like you wish you you could have with your dad that's true um you know um we i growing up i didn't when i was growing up i wasn't too close to my dad until I became a man. I said, you know, like I, I after high school, I got into yeah. college. So you know, like yeah. we're coming into, you're coming into being basically. 
And it was then that, you know, myself and my dad, you know, were, were bonding and everything. I remember yeah. um, he would, then I was living in the UK. I was in school. I was doing my master's like a couple of years mm -hmm. ago and he would come and visit me and, you know, he would be complaining about how, you know, business is not moving well. And, you know, because of that, yeah. he's really low on funds and stuff like that. But some way, somehow he would, I don't know how, but he would still give me money. And I kind mm -hmm. of felt bad. Yeah. And I remember one time we were in this, we went to the shopping mall at Croydon and he just sat down. He just took in a deep breath and he was like, oh, um, you know, to be a man, it's not easy, but you know what? <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm just looking back. I remember the the the, the sweater he was wearing, the cardigan, you know, mm -hmm. the sweater he was wearing, the cardigan he was wearing. And, mm -hmm. you know, I remember the spot very well. I think it was a, a place in Central Croydon, like, um, in front of the Santander Bank. And, okay. you know, we, we you know, we bonded, like, we really, that's when, you know, I was getting more and more closer to him. I would open yeah. more yeah. about a lot of things, you know. He would talk about, you know, like marriage and, you know, like um, mm -hmm. marrying the right person and how how much marrying my mom had really, has really helped him, you know, yeah. entirely. And mm -hmm. um, I was privileged to have spent the last Christmas with him, as in, you know, yeah. Okay. And my last Christmas with him was 2014. Um, oh. At that time, yeah, he didn't. He decided not to go back to Ghana. So it was just myself, him, and my aunt, and then my two little cousins um, in mm -hmm. London. And you know, I didn't know that was the last time I would be taking a picture with him. You know, um, it was just I think we we're just goofing around, and you know, just I was yeah. pictures. I was. I was just, you know, making fun of him about how big his belly was. As if, mm. if I grew up, my belly was not. <laughs> uh. Fast, wow. I relocated to the United States. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, even the funny thing was initially, he wasn't even in agreement of me coming to the United States. You coming, okay. He was like, oh, yeah, you're done with your master's, you know, just come back to Ghana and come and work. Come I was like, nah, I feel like there's more out there, you know. So, but yeah, fast forward, you know, I I relocated to the United States then, and then I went back to Ghana briefly for mm -hmm. um for I think like a week or two for a vacation. So I went and I remember so where he was seated in the living room, and then I the song he was listening to was it was a it was I was it was a I would just, I mean, people would call it a gospel song. I call it an inspirational song. It was called mm -hmm. I Look to You. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I looked to you by Whitney Houston. And you could let tears run, like, you know, like run down like his face. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to be too invasive. <laughs> and, you know, and you know how, how the culture is in Africa. You can't yeah. just go to your dad. What your dad and, and You know, you are not <laughs> like that. Yes. Out of that way. Yeah. yeah. That about people have the privilege of you know you know that was wrong with stuff like that but I, I didn't understand so it came time came for me to go back to the states and um he would um uh, he said oh you know I'll be seeing you in the states shortly I think this was like a I think a month prior so he had you know he just waved at me goodbye oh so you know um see you later he says he's busy I had to go for a meeting so somebody would have to go and drop me off at the airport I remember so I think it was mm -hmm. my but was my mom and my younger sister. But when I go back to the States, every time he would text me, it would take me like three, four days to get back to him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yo, you know, run out me a guy, you know. Um can't nobody <laughs> you know. And 
in my head, I thought he was always going to be available. And this even yeah. this time that I had left or whatever, mm-hmm. I didn't know that he was going through so much for the family. You know, he, I think his business had collapsed at that time. So he was wow. really much. And this whole time, I didn't even know. And wow. that's, that's what we call sacrifice because he made it look as yeah. if everything, yeah, okay. everything was fine. Yes. And I think my mom really did a good job by really shielding him because on the day, my mom pretty much covered his nakedness. And that is what mm. every wife or every, you know, spouse is supposed to do. You're supposed to do. Yeah. I didn't even have any idea. So he had texted. I, I think we had spoken sometime. I think a week to my birthday, we had texted, you know, um, we had spoken once, you know, you know, we spoke once and then I think he texted me about him coming to America. I didn't respond to mm-hmm. him. I saw mm-hmm. it, but I was too busy chilling, you know, downtown Manhattan, you know, Liberty statue. I remember we're having like a party on this yacht yeah. and I was chilling and everything. And so, um, um, I, I, I had spoken to my mom then and then my mom said, oh yeah, the, your dad said, you know, he's coming and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, mm-hmm. you might, I might as well just meet, meet him at the JFK airport. I said, I'm um, okay, whatever, you know. I wasn't even paying attention to them. I'm like, you yeah. yeah, I'm going to chill or whatever. So I'm on the yacht, you know, chilling, chilling, chilling. And then we get up and I see my aunt coming from the UK and that was pretty unusual because my aunt rarely calls me. I'm like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, what's up? Um, I was like, I'm good. It's like, oh, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, have I heard anything? Have I heard anything? What? She, and then she has stayed there for a while. And later she said, oh, your dad is normal. I was like, oh, please. Wow. And your, my dad is, my dad, you know, um, because I had, he sent me um, a WhatsApp message mm-hmm. the day off. Wow. You know, he sent me a WhatsApp message. And then today it hurt me because I should have responded. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I should have responded at least, you know, just so that some way, somehow, wherever he is now, he wouldn't have felt like, I felt like, you know, I had abandoned him or I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. But I felt like I should have done more to show how much I love him. And I know that because of toxic masculinity, it's hard for even a son to tell a father that daddy, I love you, or even a brother to love you, you know. And That's so, true. Um, I... Uh, so I'm like, nah, I'm, like, I, I kind of felt like he, you know, he was always excited to um, respond to my messages. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, nah, um, let me text him first and see, you know, what's up. I didn't even want to call my mom at first. So I had called, yeah. I texted him. Most of the time he's online because my dad never sleeps like, like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. He didn't respond. I'm like, yo, yo, are you there? I remember I was using this Samsung Galaxy phone that I didn't even, how did you even finish paying for? Because, you know, I was crying. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I said, yo, are you there? Are you there? He didn't respond. And I'm like, mm, there's something wrong. Then I waited mm-hmm. and I stayed up all night. I'm calling my family. Nobody's answering. And then I see somebody make a Facebook post and then they re- mention my, 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 my dad's yes, name. Said, oh, Mr. You know, so, so, and so RIP life is so short. I was like, ha. Ah. Mm. So then I called. Then my mom ended up calling me back and said, "Oh, I shouldn't worry about anything anybody's saying because yeah, everything is fine." This whole time she knew about it, but she didn't want me to act in a very emotional manner. And mm-hmm. I also, I was taking my exams. I think I was then I was in New York Film Academy. I was finishing oh, okay. second semester. I was doing musical theater. So, mm-hmm. um, so it, it, it kind of like um, so she this whole time. 
she she was like, oh yeah, your dad is fine, and blah, 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 but you know he's not feeling well. He's in the hospital. I'm like, wait, I know my dad so well. If he's not feeling well, at least text me. Wait, about, yeah, text you and tell you about it. So this news came on a Friday, bro. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, every day I would text. Sometimes I would text like I am mad, like literally. And then gradually reality began to set in. So even before mm -hmm. my mom actually confirmed that my dad had passed on a week, about mm -hmm. eight, nine days like mm -hmm. after, I knew that my dad wasn't anymore. And I'm like, yeah. God, like I took all these things for granted. I took my relationship with my dad for granted. What if mm -hmm. I... What if I responded to him at least? I would have at least, I would have given him, you, you know, on his deathbed, he would have mm -hmm. had the assurance that, oh, you know. Um, well, Fritz is fine. You know, that kind of thing. And to yeah. date, it hurt me. I wish um, I spent more time with him as well because there was so much wisdom that I could have gained from, from my dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know people have this, mentality especially you know like growing up in 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 africa you know oh papa yeah that kind of thing but and i wouldn't say this my my dad wasn't a perfect man and i don't think this man on this yeah one is, is perfect but your dad is your dad your no matter what you do you know yes and you are literally his legacy you came yeah. came out of his loins literally so mm -hmm. like um there was so much that I felt like I needed to learn from him. But there's one thing I'm always grateful for, that he made sure that I, with the help of my mom, obviously, that we had the best education. We had the best, you know, we had the best in life. And like I said earlier, I, when I was in the UK, my school fees was pretty expensive. For those of you who've ever been to the UK, or if you know, <laughs> it was expensive. Yeah. And this whole time, I had no idea I was going through a financial crisis. Some way, somehow, mm -hmm. himself and my mom really managed to go through to get everything sorted. To, you know, and I'm like, I didn't have to. I could have come back to Ghana, you know, to come in hostel and, you know, you know, Ghana and connection. You need to know somebody here. You bob, you bob. Exactly. <laughs> so, and so, um, every now and then, um, I get a bit emotional. Every now and then, I tear up. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm alone. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, I miss my dad. You know, um, yeah. once in a while, you know, um, iPhone has this thing where feature where every once in a while, you know, like memories will, have, pop, yeah, will pop up and you see everything. I see my dad's picture and then, you know, it's just, you know, and I know that, you know, there are people, you know, who you would say that, oh, you know, this is my papa or this is my dad mm -hmm. and everything, but it's nothing like having a biological father. No, no, no. No matter what, of course, there yeah. are you know, people who come in our lives and act as fathers, but your biological father is a whole is on a different the, the, different the, the, yeah exactly different it's one it's just one they can never be replaced with they they can never be replaced and so having learned that um you know um I I, I think it taught me so much so much so that I have had to make a conscious effort to mm -hmm. make time for my mother. Yeah. Uh, yes. My mom, you know, she's aging gradually and, you know, and age is something that uh, is like, nobody wants to talk about, but the thing is that mm -hmm. everybody will grow. It happens. Of course. You know, I remember my mom used to be so strict those days. If I see my mom coming, I need to run and hide. But now <laughs> I, I call her by her first name. I'm like, yeah. hey, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, Hey, you don't respect. I, that's how much my mom has, it is gradually, um, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. 
things times have changed things have changed and you know she doesn't have the energy that she used to have anymore. she used to have but yeah. god is still her strength but you know if you be very realistic yeah. you know mm-hmm. once you're aging it comes with some pedigree of um, meekness and weakness you know yeah, yeah. and so um yeah and i'm like no i need to be there for my mom and having lost my dad it's like she's literally lost her best friend so now we are you have to be there for her there for her so i yeah to fill that gap yeah no day goes by that i don't call my mom or wow Yes, um, yeah, before I even got on this interview or this, you know, mm-hmm. chat, I, I was on the phone with her. We talk, like, all mm-hmm. the time. Sometimes, I'm, if I'm at work, my phone mm-hmm. is on my side, and, you know, she's we're just talking. Okay. Only because I kind of feel like I owe her so much. This is the yeah. least I do for her. She told, for me, her. she told me she doesn't need my money. So, mm-hmm. if she doesn't need my money, then what? Well, she needs my time. She needs my company, really. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we are in different, like, continents right now. Continent, you know? but, yeah. yeah, but... I try as much as possible to make a conscious effort to mm-hmm. um to be make there. Make her feel loved. Yeah. To, to make her feel yeah. last year during her birthday, I'm like, no, I need to do something for my mom. And yeah, I, I think that's when you got you came down, right? Yes, I I, I came yeah. down last year, and even though it was a very tight time for me doing work, but I had to make that excuse. I'm like, nah, I have to run for a family emergency, and of course, it wasn't a lie necessarily. I have mm-hmm. to be there for my mom, so yeah. I. Ran Ghana impromptu and I threw a, a surprise birthday party for her with in the guise of oh I'm doing a party for myself she had no idea that mm-hmm. it was for her so it was mm-hmm. until the day of the party that she knew that this was she all knew that. About yeah. Her. yeah so I think I saw some videos and pictures correct around and like wow correct yeah you guys you guys really did a good job in making her feel loved and know and I, I quite remember when just before my dad passed Mm-hmm. He came to see me, like actually two weeks before. Mm-hmm. And when he came, he spoke to my father-in-law at length. And then after he was like, he wants to talk to me. Then he started talking, and from the way he was talking, I knew that he there was something he really wanted to tell me. Mm. But then almost every time he wants to see it, someone comes around, then he stops. Then finally, I was like, oh, Ura, it's time for us to go. And uh, you want to get to Accra, I'll call you. He gets to Accra. The following week, he says, oh, he's not feeling well. He's going for checkup. He goes for checkup. Oh, I'll be released tomorrow. Everything is fine. Do the video calls and everything. And a Sunday morning, my mom calls me and says that, oh, they say they want to do extra tests. So they are taking my dad to a a different hospital. And like, oh, did they carry him? It was like, oh, no. Nah. He walked himself into the ambulance and everything. And actually, that's done. He texted me. He texted me. And, the, and it's basically the same thing that he, he usually texts when I'm awake. I think I wrote it in your, in your, in your post, your comments. You go like, well, how are things going at work? As I always tell you, when you have struggles or difficulties, take a pause. Pray to God and my God will answer you. Mm. And that was basically the last text that he left me. Little did I know that that was the end. Because there are times that he would text me at work. I see it. I see the message pop up. I read it. And then I put the phone back down. Yeah, you don't respond. I go like, oh, yeah. I'll respond to him later. Then before I realized I've forgotten, 
I go home, then goes like, ah, did you see my text this afternoon? I go like, oh yeah, I saw it, but um, I got involved in documents, and you're like, you go like, oh okay, no problem, okay, go and get some rest. And like, it actually took me about two weeks. I remember when um, the time came for the funeral and everything. I actually was not able to cry. Yeah. So, like that <laughs> yeah like everything yeah. was closed up in the service no even even that so we read the tribute that was when i i accepted that he was gone <laughs> and that's that's his picture behind me up there oh wow yeah that's his picture i i made someone do it for me and wow. it, funny enough that photo shoots that we did we actually begged him to do it <laughs> he is someone who doesn't like taking pictures or anything. You hardly get him any picture unless he's in church preaching or something. And little did we know that that photo shoot was going to end up being his cover photos and everything. And it's it's funny how people do not um, honor or see any value in the fact that they wake up in the morning or during the day they see a text or they have a call coming from their mom, their dad, or even their guardian. And I am around people who sometimes they have these calls coming and they go like, oh, Dakra. Or Hadrian. Oh, Mumaka Hadrian. And I go like, yo, you have no idea what you're saying. Wait till he's gone. And you realize that these calls and these things, it's, it should be, you should, you should be like so happy anytime you see them coming in. Yeah. Um so like rightfully said, ultimately I think that um even I think it cuts across family mm -hmm. and you know people who matter to us. Yeah. I think it's best we give them their flowers whilst they are here. Um yeah. Yeah. don't wait till tomorrow to show somebody appreciation. It doesn't even mm -hmm. have to be biological father. Um yeah. because life in itself is very is short and i get it from here as christians you know we 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 believe i i, I personally i'm of the belief that you know we would mm -hmm. go you know into glory and spend eternity yeah. father yeah. obviously you know, by living <laughs> righteous and everything <laughs> but um down here on earth Yes, right on earth, and, you know, try as much as possible and give people their flowers about their life and don't wait yeah. to be gone because, yeah. and the reason why I don't, when uh, somebody I'm not too close to or, you know, somebody that I, I probably knew and I wasn't too close, so I never really checked on them. And then, you know, when they pass on or whatever, I don't, I'm not really a fan of, I know it's normal. People will do RIP, where da, 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 but why wait? Why wait till the person is gone? And I think somebody said something the other days, you know, um, uh, um, your friends or your family will not cross the streets to bring you soup or medicine when you are sick, but they will travel mm -hmm. thousands of miles or millions of miles to come and come pray. to your funeral. Um, and it's, you know, we need to, yeah. all of us, myself, you inclusive, everybody. Yeah. That mindset has to change. We, we really need to change. And I think, yeah. You know, um, 
and this all this unnecessary competition and hate is unnecessary like it's it's just it's just crazy to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you just build hate um of just uh, you just uh, you know uh hate somebody just by looking at them or you just hate somebody just by hate <laughs> 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 like, them somebody you know or maybe your brother has done something to you and you know it's yeah. it's okay to me for for me personally I, I, I use myself as an example uh, for my sanity i distanced myself when i realized that a friendship or relationship is going to mess me Friend. up yeah. Yeah. So, however um generally um I'll be there for you. I'm not going to hold any form of resentment towards you because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, where 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 are we going after this? Yeah. On vanity. So uh, it's a lesson for all of us. It's a lesson to all of us. And for me, mm-hmm. I think I know you're into ministry, and I know that yeah. um um per what I have seen on the outside from social media and you me and you, you like talk everyone's, you know. I do realize that you know you have a very close relationship with your wife and you know, your in-laws and even your family yeah. you know, your, yeah. your own nuclear family and you know your mm-hmm. your your mom and you know everybody else and i think that it's a value that is very very important in the church because mm-hmm. in the church, what i've noticed is that there are a lot of people who have time listen i don't have any issue with you honoring your father your 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 spiritual father or your spiritual head but i, I know people <laughs> i know people this issue. <laughs> i know people who would sacrifice and sow seeds to their spiritual fathers? That's right. And, and forget their biological. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. There's no honor in that. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, my papa, my papa. Yes. I would love you. I respect you. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I also need to, also, Michel Michi, I need to yeah. honor, you know, you yeah. know. And it's yeah. it's sad because I'm not going to mention him, but I have a friend of mine who is so obsessed with this man of God, so much so that he would rather give money to his pastor and then his mother is somewhere in the village struggling. And then I see, yeah, I'm like, are you okay? Are you, are you, you know? So um, he doesn't read his Bible. Ex- <laughs> Anna, your father, <laughs> Anna, your parents. My you mom actually bombarded. Um, with money like yeah she doesn't even need to ask she doesn't doesn't need need it all right but she doesn't even need to ask yeah conversation this table there if we start now i'm willing for another day but (laughs) i'm if we start now we are not going to finish you know know yeah yeah wow it's well it's well but it's it's been fun talking to you um let's Let's link up another time Definitely. to speak more about um, other pertinent issues. Sure. Especially those surrounding us, people of our age, and the things that we as Christians are neglecting to do. Like you're just talking about someone who would rather prefer to sow seeds and honor their men of God, but forget their parents at home who need some money to buy a drug or two. And these people will go to any length to make some wild funeral when these people are out of their lives. And, <laughs> and I always say such people, they don't take their time to read their Bibles. They prefer to hear what their man of God is saying. They don't even make time to know the God that their man of God is speaking about. Let me, not, let me, I, I, I don't want to talk about it, but let me just. Please say, enter, 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 enter. 
So a while ago, I was, yeah. I was, um, I have a lot of men of God and I, I'm glad I like, I have men, I have, you know, men of God who I'm praise Jesus. Yeah. You know, who I, I, uh, I'm friends with, or, you know, whom mm-hmm. I serve under or who I see as, you know, my spiritual covering and all of that, you mm-hmm. know, that is, um, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But those people also have their own children, biological children to think about. That's they right. That's right. Thinking about. And mind you, those people are pastoring or fathering thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of us who are fortunate enough to have to have prayerful parents, you know, like you were saying, like your dad and you know, your mom and everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this time where I was um I was very ill. Um I was very ill, and at that time, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to call anybody. I think I attempted to call a man of God, and there was no answer. Yeah. Sent message, yeah. nobody responded. He didn't respond, or neither did mm-hmm. you or anybody, and I was just laying there. And I kind of felt like I was running out of breath. So I'm just laying there, and then I get a call from my mother. Yeah. She said, are you okay? I said, and that was weird. She said, I have a feeling there's something wrong with you. Can we pray? Wow. Can we pray? And, you know, she said a prayer for me. She declared healing and blessings over my life and everything. Mm-hmm. And she ended the call. And, I, you know, I'm not trying to sound um, uh, dramatic over here, but mm-hmm. for, for some funny reason, at that instant, the chest pains just vanished. Uh-huh. And I was just sitting there. Wow. Like, and I, to... <laughs> where was my papa in court? Yeah, yeah, when, when I... you needed him. Yeah. And yeah. it just brings us back to the essence of family because everybody will leave you. Your family will stay regardless. Yeah. When you're saying cry, they'll stay regardless. Yeah. I've said this before that, um, you know, God, of course, has, 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 has sent prophets and ordained prophets and apostles, mm-hmm. you know, and everything, but I kind of feel like right from our household, our parents have been our first prophets. Yeah. I've prayed yeah. for us. They have covered us. One time I went to Ghana, I think my recent trip to Ghana, I think a night before mm-hmm. I, leave, I saw my mom up, you know, she was, um, she was, I think 2 a.m. She was on her knee, like God. Wow. 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 She was crying, God protect my children, protect my children. Mm-hmm. And so for me, Family, my parents, especially, uh, you know, and my mom, you know, I'm not, I'm not joking with her because mm-hmm. that covering is very important. Yes, I was very important. Extremely. Very important. But I do believe that family is everything. Yeah. But I don't have any more submissions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think you've, 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 you've spoken well, well enough. And, um, Wow. Okay, let's let's just end it here. Yeah, we'll and, come back. Again. Yeah, we'll surely come back again, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll surely come back. Again. But before you go, please, something small for the boys. What is something small for the oh, boys? You, you mentioned your dad. You once came to Ghana. Your dad was listening to a nice song, and, and listen, bro. You no, know, you know. I just eat. <laughs> you you'd be surprised. I just eat gobe, and when you eat gobe, your vocal ah, is, you as, have been gobelized. What yeah. <laughs> oh, you think? It's a garini, ah, zomi, afrakas. Oh my God! 
right. So, thanks so much for um, being on this with me, having this discussion. Thank you for pouring out your heart. And I know this will go a long way to bless someone out there who would later watch this. Um, thank you so much for making time off your job. I think it's about five hours um, from here. It's, um, it's seven. It's seven um, twenty-five now in Ghana. It's, it's two. It's two fourteen, like two p.m. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Thanks Which for having. Good. And you uh, know. Um, send my best regards to your wife. Um, I will do that. She's disappeared. Who, who's always making fun of me? I don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, she she <laughs> likes to hear you sing and everything. You're like, oh, is that free? Time to sing. Time to sing. And I'm like, ah, he doesn't just get up and sing. Like, oh, turn him, turn him, turn him. We do voice notes for me. And like you <laughs> oh but yeah she's cool people um hopefully yeah. you know yeah we'll you know try and link up i'm i told you earlier i'm planning to you know um come to ghana um soon so let's let's see yeah bye all right sure 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 all right thanks once again bro let's oh, catch up well welcome bye-bye have a good one bro peace god bless you all for joining this is what I'll say to you. Make time for your family, for your mom, your dad, your aunties, your brothers, your siblings, anyone you love out there, anybody you would call a close friend because you never know what will happen tomorrow. Tomorrow is never promised. Tomorrow is never promised.